Lolly ho, and welcome to another episode of Australian Dropouts, a good Final Fantasy XIV podcast for bad academics. We are a podcast that is under the Axe of the Blood God RPG podcast umbrella. Uh, we'd love your support at patreon.com forward slash bloodgodpod or at bloodgodpod.com. I am your host, Archon Nadia Oxford, although I hesitate to call myself an Archon because I can't even spell that in my head, number one. Number two, I don't think I graduated. So, uh, you know what? I found out recently that uh, even though I did not pass my driver's test, they gave me a license number anyway. So I'm going to pretend that uh, they gave me uh, a certificate that says you win. You, you win. You win academics, Nadia. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Nadia. <laughs> Nadia Oxford. I'm here with my co-host, Victor Hunter. Uh, th- th- you are also reminding me that I technically never went and picked up my diploma from my university. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of just got out of there and, and never actually went to the graduation ceremony. So I don't know. I don't know wow. if I ever. D- did you hate higher education that badly? N- no, I just had other things to do. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it now. And there's definitely some paperwork that I never filled out. And I'm wondering if I ever technically graduated. <laughs> Well, as long as your job doesn't start asking questions, uh, that yeah. happened to me once. I had a job that said, like, okay, you graduated high school, prove it. And I'm like, what the hell? So thankfully, uh, I had some of my old binders, and I'm going through them one day, and I found my diploma. I'm like, okay, here. Here's my stupid high school diploma. I can sure. count to 10. Give me the job. Yeah. And I got wow. it. I guess I imagine that it probably won't be a problem unless I unless I pursue some higher learning that really wants to know about my musical theater credits from from 2010 which uh, that's why uh that's why i think charlene has the right idea with just tattooing credentials on, on yeah. students heads there, there's yeah. no mistaking it for anything else yeah i wonder if there's a market for fake archon tattoos in in the world of ff14 uh i mean pa- papa limo might have had a, a lucrative little side gig there he he's oh, right. the one who uh Gave it to yeah to yeah things things yeah. God I haven't thought of Papa Limo in a long time Aww. poor Papa Aww. Limo <laughs> yeah mm. poor Papa Limo oh he was such a cute little potato we're gonna talk about the the Tokyo Game Show live letter and uh, what it entails but before we do that let's just kind of ease into things and talk about what we've been doing uh, for example I'm gonna give a shout out to that stupid house that you fight uh, in Pandemonium because while I was fighting it. I got a knock at my door and I'm like, I'm not answering that. I can't stop. I'm, I'm fighting a dumb house with, with legs. So I went to the door after it was done and I found my my yearly rent increase. I'm like, hooray, praise Athena. Oh, uh, yeah. My, my delivery is here. Woo. I just got mine too. How much was yours? <laughs> Thankfully, Ontario still has rent control. Um, really? Somehow. Yeah. After like so many years of conservatives, but it's like. I think the limit in Ontario right now is 2% or something. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, my building applied for uh, an ex- an exception because, I don't know, I guess I got to uh, pay extra rent to the, the roaches that wander into my bathroom somehow. Sure. So, yeah, it was like a 2.7 increase. But I've been living in the same spot for like 20 years. So right. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. They'd love to kick me out, I'm sure. But, oh, uh, I bet. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of entrenched in there. Does, does, does BC have rent control? Sure doesn't. Uh, I, really? There, there are oh, there are some municipalities that do, uh, but Vancouver, um, the city of Vancouver, does not. Ouch. Um, 
Yeah, and and I don't think with our with our new mayor, uh, I don't think we'll be getting it anytime soon. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. I just got uh, yeah. I think mine uh, this last year's was a two percent increase. Yeah. Um, and and I I emailed the landlord and was like, "Come on, buddy. What, <laughs> Come on. Sure, I'm. There's got to be something we can do here. Life's rough. I get it." And I, I got an email back from him saying, uh, basically how hard it is to be a landlord, and that uh, there, uh, ev- everyone is having difficulty making ends meet. So I, I sent a response saying that, um, well, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of experience in this uh, category. Might I recommend finding an additional source of income? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then your rent went up 7%. <laughs> and I said, please, please forward that to everyone in the company. Uh, and he did. He CC'd that on like his bosses and everything. And I, I was I was I was full of snark. I've, I At least you no... took your bluff. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's hard but, to be a but... landlord. I'm going to play the uh, uh, dedicated to Moonlight solo with the smallest <laughs> fiddle in the world. It's, uh, I think the city just announced that next year's uh, maximum increase is three point five percent. So good times. So, we're all yeah. living in great times, and it's yeah, really hard it, for landlords. So it uh, rules. Let's take let let let's talk about what's going on in the land of where you well you technically don't have to pay rent. Uh, you ha- uh, you yeah. do have to pay out the ass for a house though. What have you been doing in Final Fantasy fourteen lately, Victor? Um, well, I've been pretty busy, but when I hop on, I've been doing, I've, I've just been trying to, this, this is one of my, this can be my least favorite time in a patch cycle. Mm, It can also be the most relaxing because, uh, you know, we've got the Moogle Tomestone event still going on. Um, we're, we're closing in on the end of the current PVP series. Mm-hmm. So I'll just hop on and do my frontline dailies because that's a lot of PvP series experience. Um, it gives you some some Moogle tomes, and uh, I'm always working towards those PvP mounts. So oh um, yeah, those yeah, are so it's cool. It's just kind of been a nice sort of relaxing. It's 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 borderline when it when it starts to feel like a chore. That's when I tap out and it's Same. borderline that right now, but I'm still enjoying myself. I'll just put a podcast on and, and, and run front lines for a little bit and, and I have a good time. Uh, but those, yeah, those Google Tome rewards are pretty darn good this time around. They so. kind of are. Yeah, I've already bought a few. I bought the sweeping emojis and now like everybody is just sweeping all over Limso Liminsa. Just yeah. it's all you hear now. Uh, yeah. I got... Um, Shoot, there was, I think there was a mount. There's a few mounts there that I, I wanted to grab. I don't know if I'm going to be able to grab all of them, though. A couple real good mounts. Uh, I would prioritize the disembodied head resonator because. Oh, but it's that's... so scary. Yeah, but that's the <laughs> one that you can't get on the market board. The other ones oh. that are available are technically purchasable. Uh, so, right. And, and a lot of them are around like 250k or something right now so they're yeah, not even yeah. crazy expensive but yeah uh, that, that uh, like disembodied the, head is the camoy ones always tend to kind of be around for pretty affordable prices and they're always yeah. in whatever event is going on you can always grind yeah. for them so uh yeah and and i've i think i already ha- had all the the hairstyles and stuff but yeah it's uh it's been nice 
I'm, I changed I'm, my, my, my Aslato's hairstyle once and it really freaked me out and I just changed it back. <laughs> yeah. So back to default for you, boy. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't even come up with a, a headcanon in my head like, oh, he, he changed his hair because he needed a new start. Oh, that sucks. Sorry. You look terrible. You're going back. There, there was a time where I was, I was managing a couple alts on different servers so that I could go to events that people were running. So I uh-huh. would make, I would make a steery on each server, but to, to differentiate them, I'd give her different hairstyles uh, on, like on different that. servers. Different uh, yeah, dimensions. I, I usually only change hair for uh, special events. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll get a do if I'm going to a wedding or something. You know. Yeah, sorry I showed up to your wedding in my cowboy gear. <laughs> that was really an accident. Like that was me having a, a, an outfit and not being able to kind of get it there in time because of some like trading shenanigans or whatever. So yeah, yeah I, I still think it's a right. pretty cool glam. So I'll apologize, but maybe about halfway. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's actually funny you kind of mentioned like relaxing with FF14 because that's what I've been doing. I've been grinding. Uh, once you get into a grind in FF14, it's hard to let go. And I got into the grind of fates because I have oh. not done all the fates in um, in the uh, in, in Shadowbringers and Endwalker. So right now I'm grinding. Uh, what is it? The Tempest, and that yeah. is just such a calming, calming place to be. Just the totally. music is everything, and that's it's good for me because um, now that I'm getting older and my hormones are all going out of control. I tend to wake up very, very anxious. So uh, mm. that is like one of the first things I do is I, uh, I just kind of sit down with FF14. I do some fates, and uh, yeah, I find that that rep- repetition and the calming music it's actually really, really good for kind of calming me down. And then it's like, okay, cool, I can take on the rest of the day. Um, yeah. I don't. I- I'm not at the point where I'm grinding a, a, another character yet. It's like I'm kind of doing. I'm doing as as many of the, I'm doing the pandemonium range until I get utterly sick of them because I want to get mm-hmm. as much of the I got my machinist like up to max level. Oh yeah. And now I'm kind of working on my dragoon and you know I might take up tanking again so I'm working on my dark knight as well. But uh yeah, right. just kind of working on grinding those stones and having fun. There was a uh there was a uh a raid I was in today where literally all the DPS were machinists and that yeah. was like <laughs> we all started just like going off. <laughs> yeah, there Flame was flamethrowers um... everywhere. There, there were a few screenshots going around of people participating in and people reacting to. Uh, th- there were, a, there was a bunch of people running stuff without their job stones, like on <laughs> on purpose, uh, and and some some unlucky people got got paired up with these groups. Um, oh no! It's, I've uh, done that by accident before. Before I started using sure. gear sets. Yeah. Because I do things the hard way, and I actually uh-huh. forgot to change once, and I was in like a level ninety something or other as a as an archer, oh my, and I thought, oh my god, no, okay. I thought, oh my god, this is so stupid. I'm gonna sit in the corner, be just plink my arrows and like apply my poison, and hopefully nobody notices me. Oh and then god. someone like three quarters down, oh my god, are you an archer? <laughs> why oh are you god. an archer? You can't just ask people why they're archers, <laughs> Betty. That's rude. Rude. That's rude. <laughs> So yeah, that was pretty funny, I have to say. But uh, yeah. yeah, just um, grinding face, uh, updating my character's armor. I really need to get on the front lines and get those mounts before like I just lose it. Yeah, so I'm 
I'm a little bit behind and I'm I'm going to have to grind it out uh, for, for a few days here. Um, this, this is a PSA. The, the series ends with the new patch on October 3rd and the day before, I believe, is going to be a 24 hour maintenance. So mm, you have right. you have one less day than you think you will to to get your your PVP series rewards. Uh, and there's some good stuff, especially um, even if you're not going all the way to the mount. Um, there's the, the midway point is a Ruby weapon minion, which I, oh, I think is, uh, adorable. Um, so if you want that, you're going to have to get that. Well, I'm probably going to miss right out now. on the mounts though. Cause it, it works in series, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So once the, the mount gets rotated out, um, we'll be getting a new one next patch. Um, and we'll talk about what that might be. What was uh, the one for this later. patch? I forget. This one is, it's a, a Loperit robot. It's one of their like oh, um, those worker, worker robots. Yeah. yeah, those are scary. I thought we'd get one, because I think we used those in the in the uh, quests, the, um, the you moon get the little quest. You get the little flying one. Uh, okay. This one is, I think, I think this is one of the ones that, that uses the hoplite model, the like. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh. I'm going to double check on that in in a second, but yeah, I, I think that's I think that's it. It's not Yeah, that thing's I, freaky looking. It's not it's not my favorite mount in the world, but I'm there. I'm I'm getting the Moogle tomes <laughs> and the and the stuff anyway, so I I might as well grab it. I've gotten all the other PVP mounts, so I'm I'm kind of just doing it for completion. Were sake. you there when I got or I think it was when we recorded Acts of the Blood God or you probably heard it by now. I got mad at Eric because he's doing like the you know, the builder's quests and stuff like that and like skipping through all the cutscenes. Oh, I edited that episode and I, right. I definitely inserted a uh, uh, sound effect expressing my disdain. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I went on the internet and expressed my displeasure to the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, you can't do that, especially not with the end of the universe, the cafe at the end of the universe quests. Like those ones like just broke my heart. Yeah. Uh, depressed Loperit. Yeah, that one was okay. I really, really liked the, that. No, sorry, this wasn't a uh, builder's quest. This was the gathering quest with Andon. I, I like that one. That was oh great. yeah, yeah, yeah. The custom, uh, the, the custom requests, deliveries. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So that's pretty much what I've been doing in game, and I suppose you've been kind of doing the same. Not a whole lot to talk about at this point because we're really on the cusp of what's coming next, and there's a uh, quite a bit coming. Uh, before yeah. we dive into it, though, I will say, Victor, do you have any particular opinions about the promotional art that was put out for this patch? Because I've heard a lot of complaints about it. Uh, complaints? What are these complaints? Uh, just some people were saying, like, even, oh, this looks AI generated, which is a, a bit much. But they were saying, like, Zero looks weird. Uh, Julian, or whatever his name is, the Garlean guy, has, he has a five head instead of a forehead. Beyond that, I don't know. I actually thought it was pretty neat, but I'm not an artist, so I don't know anything. I I I like it. It is definitely like it definitely not AI generated. Yeah, um, kind of insulting to say that. I understand AI is a huge problem. I understand like uh, yeah, I understand people being concerned about that sort of thing. Yeah, but, but that's kind of insulting. Definitely not the case. Um, I don't know. Ulysses looks fine. Zero Ulyss, looks fine. In fact, uh, we we were watching the trailer together, and my girlfriend explicitly said, "That's a good looking Zero." Um, so <laughs> it's hard I to do a bad looking zero though. Yeah, I don't know. Y'all are crazy. Yeah, y'all are crazy. There you go. Yeah. Zero is always okay, as Eric Van Allen says. Zero is for everyone. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, I don't. I, I I prefer when patches do something other than the the Tower of Heroes 
look yeah. of just, you know, portraits of people smiling or looking determined. Piles um, of people with white hair. Yeah, I don't I don't mind when they release those pieces for the the expansions because they always do that. Here's here's the here's the cast that you'll be interacting with. Um, I usually like it when when uh, patches do something a little more interesting. I was a big fan yeah. of a lot of the stuff in Stormblood, uh, like when they had mm. the the Ivalice one or the I think Toshiyuki Itahana did one. Um, they, they have some nice guest artists, even like yeah. back to stuff like uh, I think of like Gears of Change with with Minfilia uh, chained to Heidelin, that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I like it when they do something a little more uh, symbolic than I agree. Than just uh, and I like the, of the kind of with with zero there, you kind of have the the glowing, which represents one thing and the kind of. Uh, field of wheat or whatever just uh, uh yeah. insinuating what's to come the fields of like that you go through in the god's lands yeah i I'll also feel like that that ties into the reaper origin you know like oh, there's point. there's some of some, some of the reaper some origin nice story there. yeah they're the farming stuff but yeah. i don't know if that's necessarily her i don't know what she the reapers i'm trying to remember they were so so frustrated with like having no harvest they just started making bargains with demons i think it was Oh, a little something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they they were farmers originally. That's why they have scythes. Uh, yeah. And then they became a, a, a clandestine organization that assassinates heads of state. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, if you can't eat, someone's got to take the blame. Yeah. So uh, just going on quickly to some news, we have Tales into the New Moon. And those are the short, the news, this new series of short stories, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Have you read any of these yet? No, have you? Yeah, uh, I, um, I, I, I've skimmed them all, but I really enjoyed Bringer of Shadow, Bringer of Light, which mm-hmm. is Thancred reflecting on uh, the the history he learned about Ranjit and the oh, the Minfilias. Um, <laughs> the Minfilias, that's yeah. like a band. Which Ranjit and the Menphilias, <laughs> musical guest, poppy music. Um, yeah, it was it was nice to just sort of finally have that on paper. Um, right. Just like because because it's not really it's something they touch upon in Shadowbringers, but they don't really delve into. Um, and it, it clears up some timeline stuff too. Oh, which cool. they. They kind of painted themselves into a corner with some character <laughs> ages and some timeline stuff. So you have you have them acknowledging in the short story that, yeah, I guess Ranjit had to be an assassin by the age of five. Sure. That's actually <laughs> um, my, my favorite age cleanup is from uh, Mega Man Zero, where uh-huh. they made it they figured it out that shell uh would have created her certain robots when she was like six years old so they <laughs> yeah. came up with a hey uh children in new arcadia are genetically engineered to be wholly advanced like okay sure i'll buy yeah, it I'll sure it. whatever I'll buy that for a dollar yeah what else can you do yeah oh oh mega man timelines <laughs> oh, forget it those those are those words are oxymorons right there <laughs> Did you read any others? Like, or remember the, the summary for any others? Um, yeah. So, uh, in Storm's Wake and Legacy of Hope, 
were the two most recent ones. In Storm's Wake is Graha hanging oh. out with Hien. Um, so yeah, and that's a boring. I mean, Hien's hot. I like him, but I can't imagine he talks about anything interesting. Yeah, I honestly don't remember what happened in that one. It's fine. Um, Graha ate a taco. Yeah. Then Legacy of Hope is uh, I think that's Emiliance reflecting oh. on like pre um pre-calamity old charlian and uh it, it's just a lot of like uh moonbreed is there and it's a lot of just like here's what it was like having a big family picnic for the leveilleurs <laughs> uh, oh that's nice we're filthy rich but yeah nice. I, I like emiliance a lot yeah. how like how badly did the cataclysm hurt charlian old charlian uh I, I i don't think it barely touched it, it. it yeah it seemed to really kind of affect yeah. Orzia first and foremost right yeah um yeah I, I don't think i don't think we have any evidence that it was affected at all um wow. i i Lucky can't even scholars. think of like yeah i, I, I don't think a little so. too far away i think a little too far away yeah if if bahamut had been allowed to wreak havoc for much longer though probably be a different story yeah absolutely and uh, I have not read these yet, but I have read all the other um, stories that they have published. I can't remember the name of it, but the one that absolutely, probably my favorite and absolutely devastated me was the Chronicle of the Eighth Umbral Era. And they kind of go over exactly uh, what happened. Oh, yeah. That, uh, everything about that one just like, God, the one that, from that hurt the to read. Perspective of Biggs the Third, is it? It's Biggs is in it, but also I think it's from the perspective of that little Omega thing. The oh, yeah, robot. yeah, 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 yep, yep, yeah, yeah, those are, kind of, man, those are wild, those are really wild, that's like real dark, that's probably the darkest the game gets, yeah. uh, not in the game, of course, itself, but yeah. uh, that was a good one, the one where Estinian is talking to Hreisfelger was great, mm-hmm. and he gets the the armor, and he uh, names it Iceheart, and I forget the line he said, but it was really devastating, something about like, uh, him being a fool, and naming it after, shoot, I can't remember the exact line, but it was a, uh, yeah, it was a classic Estinian yeah. line. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. And also, Estinian's terribly afraid of uh, Tataru, who isn't. And um, <laughs> what's her name? Kryl. Yeah, so um, I can't remember what dirt they had on Estinian, but that was a funny story. They got him, wrangled him back. In general, it- this is a good good PSA for the 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 tales uh the short stories because they are all very very good and there is they do have um a bunch of the the earlier ones released in a in a little hardback uh called chronicles oh really i might get that yeah Yeah, it's really good and they i think they added one or two extra stories to it that that aren't available anywhere else so i I imagine we're we're getting close to the point where they're just about due to compile uh, another volume of those and i imagine we'll probably get another exclusive short story yeah. in there they also have some really nice artwork in them oh uh, i'd love to write for i'd like to write a story for them if you're listening square enix and i know some of you are hello uh please let me write for the final fantasy 14 supplementary yeah. stories i will uh i don't know i'll write you something cool i'll write you something I, real cool I well i think i think they are mostly written by the internal team yeah, but i, I do so. know i i know a couple people who have localized them uh, a, a friend of mine did a lot of the early arr um i localized uh, too square Enix. i have credits i have several credits yeah Get in touch with me ringy dingy ding i'm making the, the telephone sign right now 
Yeah. But those are all, they're all great stories. And uh, also give you a little bit of supplementary lore. Like there is a story that tells you um, about Seto and how he became yeah. like close to, um, uh, see, I'm blanking again. Ardbert. Ardbert. I was going to call him <laughs> Axeman. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close to the dude with the bloody axe, you know, that yeah. bloke. Yeah, so uh, definitely highly, highly recommended. And uh, this was also kind of came out of nowhere, unless it, it was announced before and I wasn't paying attention. There's a, a tabletop version of Final Fantasy XIV coming. Yeah, baby! Victor is celebrating yeah. in the background. I am so excited. So a couple years ago, I watched, uh, there was there was a live stream that Yoshida did I don't I don't think this was publicized on the Lodestone or official channels anywhere, but you can watch. Um, I think someone in the discord uh, actually posted it the other day, um, but it was a really fun uh, tabletop session where Yoshida was playing with with a handful of other people. And I, I don't know if that was them trying out rule sets or mm. what um but it seems like this has been in the works for for several years which makes sense to me there have been a lot of fan made um yes. sort of modules and and adaptations of some some D uh fifth edition stuff and and uh, it's it's just really exciting to to have something official so this is going to be coming out may 2024 um, they're releasing a nice big starter set that has everything you need to get started. It's beginner friendly, has three pre-made scenarios that they say are upwards of two hours long. So you can do some some nice little one shots uh, if you want to. Um, it also comes with four pre-made characters. Uh, right. I believe there's a white mage dragoon talk amongst yourselves i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find it <laughs> talk amongst myself. Ooh, it's only me <laughs> it's me austin here it is right here i have it in front of me uh yeah it looks like we've got a, a pre-made um warrior white mage dragoon and black mage um and good solid party yeah, it's not a it's not a very high resolution image, but I'm sure if you zoom in, you can you can start to get an idea of what sorts of abilities and things will be available. Um, Do the pre-made characters have races? Uh, are races a thing or just well, classes? Well, it, it's tough to tell because they are just using the stock uh, art for the right. for the job classes. So we've got a Hure Warrior, uh Lalafell White Mage, uh, looks like a Hure Dragoon, and then it looks like it's probably the Elizan Black Mage. Um, oh, okay. But uh yeah, I beyond the the beginner friendly starter set, they are also releasing the full uh, standard rule book and then the scenario and game master guide and those are right. going to be big fat tomes just Ooh. full of rules and info and um, sounds like your thing oh it's it, that's <laughs> that's gonna tell us exactly how to make whatever kind of character you want uh i cannot wait i'm, I'm am, excited to see what jobs they have uh, so available. I, yeah yeah machinist machinist dark knight yeah, um, yeah I am it's, it's still very new at D and D. I've only played a couple mm. of sessions, one of which we did for a charity stream. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm 
kind of stumbling through Baldur's Gate 3 right now. Oh, so yeah. That's that's very D&D. I'm doing my very best and I'm getting the hang of it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I'm playing a Silverborn. Sorry, a Dragonborn Silver. Oh, uh, yeah. My 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 uh, character in the um, Axe of the Bug God session was a red Dragonborn named Kelfor, mm. Kelfor Axegrove, I think her name was. So right. I just like Dragonborns. I think they're neat. Yeah, I um. Uh, is that is that the extent of your your tabletop experience was the the blood god session and then playing beyond knowing like <laughs> excuse me Gesundheit. Mm. i think i'll leave that in beyond yeah, knowing beyond it. being a fan of dragonlance uh oh which, yeah so that's i know it from there too but like all the mechanical rules and stuff like that yeah. like i gave shivam who ran our our, our session my, my character sheet and he flipped out it was like the most nonsensical thing he'd seen in years. It's like, uh-huh. I don't know how to make a character. So <laughs> he walked me through it, God bless. And um, I retained some of it. So I am learning now that D&D yeah. is a lot more prevalent in our culture. Like it's, yeah, sure there was is. a time when like real life and D&D did not touch. Like they were not even oil and water. They were oil, a big brick wall and yeah. then water. But yeah. nowadays it's like, oh, Matt Mercer is voicing this, this, whoever the hell from this video game and critical yeah. role is the biggest thing ever. And I think oh, yeah. the pandemic like Hasbro must be just like, you know, dancing like Homer and the beer truck. Like <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that is my yeah, stand basically. It was, I, I mean, there, there was such a, a, a perfect storm of pandemic along mm. with the rise of, of the actual play genre. I mean, I know I, I listened to the Adventure Zone for a long time. I have tons of friends who are big Critical Role fans. I kind of fell yeah, off of all of that because it's a lot. And I don't necessarily... Look, I already engage with the FF14 fandom. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that in my life. There's um. only so much fandom you can absorb when you're an adult. There's, yeah. No, I've thank actually you. realized, like, just a little bit off topic here. The nice thing about going to retro shows is just like everybody is so chill. It's like, hi, yeah. I'm an old person here to remember old games. Oh, now yeah. I'm going back to my boring job. You know, have fun. Yeah. See you next year. But like <laughs> when you have cons that are younger, and uh, there is always drama. Someone's beefing with yeah. someone, and they're trying to get you in. It's like I'm, I'm not here for beef. I'm here for, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying there was beef at at Fan Fest at all, other than the COVID thing. But like, I'm just here sure. for like. To have a good time. Yeah, I'm here yeah, to listen yeah. to the to the, to the uh, I'm here to listen to the music to all the yeah. concerts. Yeah, I um, I, I played a bit of D and D back in middle school with some friends, um, and then it wasn't until lockdown where me and a, a handful of friends started up a campaign that is still going on. We've been playing. Oh, nice. We had to take a little bit of a hiatus this summer because everyone's been really busy. Right. Um, but yeah, we've. We've had our characters going for for three years now, and uh, oh. we use uh, DCC uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics, which is sort of designed to play a little bit like some some older older D anD D. It's it's also a little little more punishing, um, but yeah, we've been having a really good time with that. Uh, I also played a little bit of Mothership, which is a really cool sci fi. Yeah. Um, setting. Are, are you going to start a new? Are you going to start up a campaign with FF fourteen's? Well, let's well. just say uh, I'll be asking Kat about some Patreon incentives for the new year. You don't say. Well, well, well. <laughs> we'll see what Kat says to that. 
Because I when it comes to FF14, cat can be unpredictable. But we'll we will I see. I think I think having a uh, having a, an FF14 campaign would be very fun, even if it's just so. a, a one shot or or a, a couple sessions. I think it would be really, 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 really fun. And I have a lot of uh, if I DM, I, I have some some great ideas for some scenarios and things. Uh, it'll it'll take me a little bit to. I, I'm excited to see what the rule set is and of what course, it's based yeah. off of, and and sort of what what potential lies in there. But yeah, I mean, that's that. What a great way to explore some some nooks and crannies of the game that that the game doesn't have the the resources or the bandwidth to explore. Because uh, the I think I think they even said that the the three pre-made scenarios I'm interested to see if they are going to be based off of things that are already in game or if they're going to be completely new because uh, it it sounds like they've been written by by the the 14 team nice Um, so yeah seeing seeing what those entail uh if they're using it as as an opportunity to expand on some lore that that there isn't a chance to to touch on in game i'm i'm very excited for i, I think it's well count me in when it's time so absolutely uh, we will be seeing you all in the spring so keep an eye out keep your eye on the skies yeah. in the meantime let's move on to our main topic which is the TGS live letter, which happened uh, just recently. I don't remember the exact date because, again, I'm having a fuzzy day. But we <laughs> got a whole bunch of stuff that's coming up on the patch. And, uh, yeah, let's let's go over some of that. For one thing, holy crap, lunar subterrain. Everyone just throw your hands up in the air and scream because that's all I want. I heard the music, the Red Wings kind of – they use the Red Wings uh. theme for the – the, the terrain underground uh, in, in Final Fantasy IV, uh, Final Fantasy IV, and I guess they're doing the same here because they certainly have that remix. I heard it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's very exciting. Um, there's some there's some stuff in the trailer that is difficult to sort of parse where it's taking place. because yeah. um, we do see uh, we do see a fight with the Dark Elf. Um, yes. Oh, I hate that dick. Yeah, which uh, we can only assume there's going to be some magnetism, uh, magnetism based mechanics and or heart music. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, the, the trailer also also shows off the fight with um, Asura, which yeah, people will know was the was the the trial that they had at at FanFest. Um, oh so I, right! I never got to play that. Yeah, I, I think some people were assuming that it would be a a trial in game, but because right. it's coming in this patch, and we know that the trial this time around is Zeramis, um, it I, I guess we can assume that maybe Asura will be the end of Lunar Subterrain, or I, I was thinking maybe she shows up in Alo Alo, the the new uh variant and criterion dungeon but right. it's it's tough to tell um yeah either way uh it, it's looking pretty good i'm very excited uh dragons dragons fighting dragons flying always a good thing uh we have some there was a shot at the beginning that is 
just barren, like straight out of the 16 bit yep. game. Like they did not even like try to that's just, change. That's that. just barren. That's yeah. just that's straight up barren. So my question yeah. is, what is zero going to become? Because we see a whole lot of ah, and I'm just kind of trying to think about what that entails. Yeah, it's um, this is also we're also just getting it, it, it's the point five patch, right? So we're just yep. getting the first half of the the main scenario right um so we may not be getting some of these answers until january uh but yeah uh we know we're going back to the first and zero's coming with us uh reen is going to play a, a at least some kind of role yeah reen is there in what's happening also um i can't remember the name of graha's daughter the the uh funny girl but she's there too graha's daughter. La- lionel i think her name was lina uh, Lena. Lena, thank you. Something with an L. His daughter. I. Yeah. She's she's got the hots for him. What <laughs> well, are I mean, you not, t- like? What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she she was raised by Graha after she was orphaned during a Sin Eater attack, so she always sure. thought of him as her father uh, with some see, complicated Japanese tropes going on in the background. This is this is what happens when you get. 14 fans of uh, in in the same room people make different assumptions about a lot of different character relationships Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm i'm also firmly in the in the minfilia and thancred shipping camp and to hear everyone to, to hear the the universe go what are you talking about? They can't be romantically interested in each other. They're brother and sister. Like what the all i had was the text of the game to go off of and it's it looked to me like they could be in love oh Um, man human relationships and vr relationships are very complicated relationships are complicated emotions are complicated and sometimes deviant yeah no i always just assumed like i I always just thought they had like a daughter father relationship going on like when he says bye to her at the end of uh, of, of Shadowbringers, like it broke my heart. So, that, and to me, that was that was romantic to oh me. Oh my goodness! I was I was here a hundred percent, being like, ah, she just loves him so much, and they can't Aww. be together. This is beautiful. But whatever. I mean, it was beautiful, but <laughs> yes, it, it's still beautiful either way. But man, man, it, the way the point is, she is there and she is helping us, and that is yes. always good because she's a really cool bunny girl. I always liked her. Yeah, uh, that reminds me. Actually, we see uh, Kryl. She has the note that I thought yes. was going to be the intro to the next patch, but I guess it's something else entirely. Sorry, not no patch, uh, expansion. Uh, I, I think I think that is her acknowledging that that letter does come from from uh, Yok Taral. Uh, oh, okay, because she she mentions grandfather so galif galif baldessian yeah and she asks if if he went to the golden city oh, so, okay yeah we we are going to possibly find some some uh galif baldessian and and dawn warrior lore in dawn nice. trail which is exciting and and thematically appropriate because i love those four guys um, we see them in Eureka. We we know they're there. Um, 
we know it is the same Dom Don Warriors from FF five, more or less. We've I, I is mean, is Gallif alive in this universe? No. Okay. No, uh, I, I don't I guess believe Kryle's alive because Gallif yeah. is dead. Yeah, I don't believe any of the Dawn Warriors are alive anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, we've got Zeza, Dorgan, Galuf, and Kelger. Um, and and it was it was perfect timing to introduce them in Stormblood because that's also when we got the Lupin race. So oh, we, it, right. was, it was perfect timing to add in a, a, a canonical Wolfman. Oh, absolutely. We should play as we should be able to play as them. Hey, uh, I'm Yosh- yep. Yoshida, if you're listening, I know more I furries mean, means more players. I'm just saying I've known this formula since the 90s. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a bit of a bummer that we don't get to to see more of them. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe I assess your custom deliveries, Margaret. I cannot remember who Margaret is for the life of me. Yoshida asked at FanFest. Does anyone know who that is? And there was there was a lady there was a lady in the in the Yay! audience who was like, I I know exactly who she is. And he went, Wow, well done. So the fact that no one remembers who Margaret is uh, is definitely a part of the appeal of Margaret. Um, Clearly, who is Margaret? Does yeah, she she's in, in front she's office? in uh, Old Charlie and um, and uh, I have no idea what that story is going to be. But who is she? Is she like a human? Is she a, a oh yeah? A she's cat? Uh, no, she's pure. Because uh, we already we already went to Charlene for Amelians, but uh, they have pictures of her in the in the patch notes. Um, I can't find her, and searching Margaret is not. Well, then again, we kind of like met Anjan for the first time <clears throat> with the. Uh, oh yeah. So- so it's kind of no. like that. She, but... she's been around. She's just been hanging out in the school. Um, oh, I think I know who it is now. But yeah, they are always asking you to do shit in that school. Like, no one can do their own thing. So of course you're gonna go and do something for them. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I like doing it. It's fun. I should get back to like fishing and stuff. Yeah. I always like. I I feel like if I lived in the FF14 universe as like a regular schmo, I'd probably find a way to be a gleaner. I like the idea of just kind of traveling around and finding oh, things, sure. but of course, being pushed to the limit right at the end there at Endwalker probably wouldn't agree with me. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, an Unreal Trial, Thorndon. I haven't done the Unreal Trials. I'm scared of them. Uh, yeah, they're just um, they're extremes that are scaled up to match the current level, so you get to do an extreme um, and and have it be hard um, while still getting to use all of your tool set. Which is nice, and there's sometimes there's some fun rewards. It's, uh, yeah, um, we don't have enough people over on the Discord to really run these regularly, but it, it would yeah. be a nice thing to be able to do every once in a while. How many um, people do you need? Like, is it eight full eight. party? Yep. Yeah. So the problem is, I I could join in, but I play DPS, and I don't know if you need a DPS or if you need actually like a healer. Of or a course, tank. we do. The the our our regulars who run higher end stuff are all very versatile so we ah. we we've always got a, a handful of people who can who can flex uh either uh tank or or healer so don't don't be afraid of just being a, a simple dps and and oh our discord is very fun when it comes to learning extreme mechanics we we have oh i bet i've I've learned extreme mechanics with you i don't know how you stand us we're all like children wandering off it's a lot of fun (laughs) i love it 
I think it's great. I still remember. I think it was the the charity stream where uh, the last year where um, Eric just wandered right into the AOE of, of someone. I think it was Kefka, and, and uh, <laughs> Mike is just like, "Now, Eric, why did you do that?" Like in his really calm, this like school teacher voice. It's like Eric's like, "I don't know. I thought it'd be fun," uh... and then he died. Uh, we have, of course, more of the myths of the realm. We have uh, Thaliak, who sits there with his pitcher all day, and we have. Uh, Ashan and Lai, Limlayan. She's the yeah. weaver, right? Uh, Limlayan is the navigator. Um, ah, okay. So, oh, that's going to be the Limsa Lominsa fight. We've had uh, Gridania and we've had uh, yeah. So we're There's... waiting for the the show tune for Limsa Lominsa. It better be a, sh- a sea shanty, right? Well, it's it's going to be interesting because the um. If we're going by the wheel of elements that we have been so far, you should uh, see his yeah. uh, his encyclopedia of yours, yeah, folks. <laughs> he has all these bookmarks in it. Um, we'll be starting with Thaliac in the Heaven right. of Water, um, right. but it's going to be a little different this time because uh, you may remember that Nimia, the spinner, who is our mm-hmm. other um, water aspected god, uh, was fought back during the fight with Alphic because they're brother and sister. So we are missing one fight to to cap off these final four. Right. Um, so it'll probably just be Thaliac in the Heaven of Water, which um, is an interesting looking place. Uh, yeah, not really what I expected. It's mostly Charlian inspired, but a lot of like waterfront patios with umbrellas and chairs and then like like cute figurines of mandragoras and tonberries all over the place fighting on someone's deck at the beach yeah it's very interesting cottage um then we we briefly see a little bit of the heaven of wind which is where we're going to be fighting lim Layan and derek i mean ashan um (laughs) And then I have a feeling that because because we have planted the seeds of there being a a uh, additional god mm-hmm. um, who may or may not be the watcher on the moon, uh, I think that will probably be our final fight. Um, Seems but, that way. I forget why people say the watcher is probably the additional god. Uh, <laughs> That's interesting because I don't really know how they came to that conclusion in the story either. Uh, one of happened. the characters just goes, hmm, uh, they're implying that there's one more uh, god? Well, it must be the Watcher on the moon. Right. Thought, well, how sure. I, I mean, I guess I'm sure you can make that make sense somehow. Uh, basically, because we've sort of figured out that all of these gods were um venaz mm. uh congregation these these right. were these were the ones who gathered together to summon Hydaelyn in the same way that the convocation summoned zodiac right um which which was a safe bet to make uh, i think i think quite a few people sort of had that on their bingo card um and and because we know that that the watcher was also put there by Vena. That's what I um, figure. It's like who is the equivalent of another god figure who's kind of hanging out in the game doing nothing? Uh, the watcher yeah. just kind of sitting there, like yeah. I don't know, smoking weed or something. Passing but the he's, time. He's also our Fusoya analog. Too. Ah, that's um, right. He's in that crystal palace thingy. 
Of yeah, yeah. And and I, I believe Fusoya is referred to as the Watcher in four. Uh, he, oh. he does have some. Yeah, there's that would make sense because that's his role. He watches over the Lumerians yeah. as they sleep. So uh, we might have a Fusoya final sure. fight, which oh. sure. I don't know. That's yeah. interesting. If he changes his form and turns into like weird robe guy. And, and we kill him and he's just a pile of beard he, on the he floor. He turned into a, a puddle. What is with that? That is very scary. That sounds pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to more Final Fantasy IV analogs. I yeah. can take all of them. Yep. Uh, also, this is a big one. Ability to store optional items in the Amoir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- these notes are not in any particular order. No, um, we're just kind of hanging out. But... Uh, yeah, uh, th- this is kind of an exciting one. So stuff that you've bought off of the Mog Station uh, will mm. no longer have to take up a slot in your uh, glamour um, chest. Yeah, um, that can that can just go in the uh, in the armoire, which is uh, nice and handy and good. Um, More so space that... is always good in this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alliance roulette level adjustments. What does that mean exactly? Yeah, so this this is this is one of the things we talked about last time as well. They were just sort of reiterating that uh, now we won't just be getting Crystal Tower all the time, right? Because the way they determine Alliance Roulette, people were cheesing the system, and and now we'll be able. Oh, so to... is that fix? Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, okay. And also the rewards will scale with the difficulty of the alliance oh, raid. So people are good. assuming that that means, okay, if we're doing myths of the realm or near, then because of just eye level and, mm-hmm. and how how recent stuff is usually correlates with how difficult it is. Um, so, yeah, it gives people more incentive to to run some other alliance raids yeah. which is good so that's um, good yeah and uh, there's i want to before we before we get too far away from it uh we didn't we didn't discuss um the abyssal fracture at all which oh, of, which of course has been announced as our new trial yes um and that's the that's just gonna be it, it's it's very strange that they were so cagey about who the trials were in all of the other Endwalker patches. If you remember, mm. they never revealed Rubicante. They never revealed Barbariccia. Right. They they wouldn't even tell us about uh, Scarmiglione and Cagnazzo in the dungeons um, until really late in in yeah. the in the hype cycle. Uh, but yeah, they, they would not reveal what the trials were until patch day and we got to encounter them. So I'm, mm-hmm. it's, I find it really interesting that this whole time they've just been saying, yes, it's Zeromus. You'll be fighting yeah. Zeromus, obviously. Who else? Um, I don't know if that's because there's going to be some kind of major twist in the fight. I, if they are concealing a a spoilery phase two or it's, or what? Yeah, that's all I can think of because yeah. I mean, Zeromus starts off as this koosh ball, and is really nothing to the fight. It's more of a theatrical thing where you use the, the light of crystal that Golbus can't yeah. use, and that weakens Zeromus for some reason. Yeah, uh, but actually, starts off as Zemus, who's like just this weird Nosferatu looking guy, and uh, yeah. then he turned into Zeromus, which is the Koosh Ball, and then the yeah. weird. There's the thing with Zeromus though too is that he has two forms. 
one was used for one version of the game and another was used for the another another version of the game. And in FF14, sorry, in FF4 GBA, you can fight the uh different, the alternate yeah. um uh Zeromus. And I don't remember if Zero if that alternate Zeromus was in easy type in Japan or what the story was, but there are two Zeromuses, and I think I think they're gonna use that. Yeah, there's uh yeah, e- the 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 one where he's kind of more like a he looks a little bit Scorpion King like where yeah, he's exactly. got swords and he's got a yeah. scimitar and all this other crap going on. Yeah, that get was that? his that was his easy type. Uh That's and right. yeah. And then yeah, I think they called him Zeromus E G in GBA, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean the the form that they showed off, because they just they showed Yoshida hops into the fight and and just does the first couple minutes of the the Zeromus fight, fight. Yeah. Um it's uh yeah, it, it looks a bit more like his OG incarnation, but yeah. with some more uh anthropomorphized elements because he is sort of a mass of flesh and bone and he's he he's a bit gross. of an odd yeah, he's weird weird looking. Zero Zero must to be fair, and I'll admit this very easily, he was not a he was not a developed villain in any sense of the word. Like no. he's just like sending out controlling waves to Golbez and I yeah. think Kane as well. Um, yeah. There's actually a, a really interesting part of Final Fantasy four DS where one thing I liked about the game is you can read characters' thoughts whenever you yeah. pause the screen. And every time something happens, even small things, like they have a different thought for for what's going on. And as you get down further and further into the lunar subterranean in uh, FF14 DS, and you check Kane's thoughts, you see he will be trying to turn. Like Zeromus will be trying to convince him to turn against his friends. Yeah. And he blows it by saying to Kane, like, you should hate Rosa. And Rosa's like, no, I'll never. Kane's like, I'll never hate Rosa for anything. And that broke yeah. the spell. But he almost succumbed to it again. So I like the fact they did that. But otherwise, Zeromus has like nothing going on beyond being a cooch ball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well hopefully Astinian will be okay. Yeah, um... uh, that's right. Astinian has kind of an issue. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah he might be a little susceptible he kind of has that dragoon disease like yeah. he has um but yeah the the, the design's pretty cool they they kind of give him wings and arms that are a bit more distinct than anything he's had before so he, he looks a little more demon-like uh but yeah i i'm i'm very curious about a, a potential phase two yeah so that's uh that's gonna be really cool um kind of curious to see where the story goes with the dragons as well Azadiah yeah. and we, uh, we also we we see them we we see the warrior of light flying to the moon on Grace Velger. Yeah, um, that's right. Harris Velger is back. Yeah, he's always bitching about humans, but he's always helping them. Yeah, so we're gonna maybe have maybe have a nice heartwarming dragon reunion. Uh, the yeah. first brood, first brood family. That's reunion. true. It's gonna be a first brood family reunion. That's nice. Tiamat's yeah. not around though. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, she might show up. <laughs> she's doing I her guess thing so. now. She, yeah. She's not otherwise occupied, is she? She's kind yeah. of just hanging out. She's yeah. helping out with the lunar trials. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what's this here about uh, after FanFest Europe? We have um, Variant and Criterion Dungeon, Alolo Island. Alolo, oh, yeah. Alolo, Alolo. So just, um, yeah, uh, 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 tempering expectations because I know the the new trailer is very beautiful, uh, but it does show off some stuff that that isn't going to be here until yeah. six point five one, which they are timing for after FanFest Europe, which is uh, late October. That's right. Um, which feels like it's coming up 
crazy fast. Uh, yeah, you're just, thinking uh, October. That's a, that's gonna be a lifetime away. Oh shit, it's, it's real yeah, soon. Less than a month until we get FanFest Europe, and that wow. is going to have a ton of more stuff for us to cover. So uh, I'm really excited about that. I wish I was going to that. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, 0.51 will be the variant in Criterion Dungeons. Um, there's also uh, a bunch of other stuff uh, like uh, Tataru's Grand Endeavor. Uh, the the Tribal Alliance quests aren't going to yeah. be until I think six point five five, which is going to oh. be January. Oh, but I want to um, see Mazet Tia. He's so stupid. I know. Oh, I love um, my boy. Stupid also, orange cat. Uh, the rest of the Hildebrand stuff and the Relic Weapon stuff. I believe that's all going to be six point five five. Did you in see January Polygon well. Hildebrand in that trailer? That freaked me uh, out for a minute. Uh, someone's not caught up on their Hildebrand quest. No, I, I'm not caught up on Hildebrand, <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Uh, He's been that, around for a while, yeah. And Tatarou's Grand Endeavor, I started that, then it's like, oh my god, I haven't finished the the Void Arc. So I'm doing that now. Oh my now. gosh, <laughs> wow, okay, cool. I, I'm I'm like, how did I miss the Void Arc? And Ketchi, and I love Ketchi, and the way he yeah. walks, he has his little like, his little legs go, it's yeah. very cute. And, and Leofard's great. He's, Leofard's um, great, I love Leofard. Yeah. Uh, uh, once you finish that up, you'll have to um, maybe maybe New Game Plus a little bit of uh, Endwalker stuff because he has some great ah. he has some great appearances. If uh, if you've finished that, when when everyone's you know, I've never done New Game Plus yet. Oh yeah. Is it worth doing? Like for any of the expansions? Um, it, it's just nice to to reset all the flags in game and just be able to progress mm. the way you normally would. Um, right. It's yeah. It, it. I mean, there's also you can just go to the the endless journey in the. That's kind of what I do. I go and I read the book. Yeah, you can you can watch some cutscenes. Um, and and if you have the, if if you've met the requirements, you can toggle on and off um, certain flags. So like yeah. you can you can see alternate versions of cutscenes. Uh, oh, that's if, cool. If you have, yeah. If you want to um, like see uh you know who you talk to at sh- in uh in endwalker yeah you know astinian just jumps out the window <laughs> i love that yeah. you invite you like invite whoever in and they always refuse but astinian just like oh cool an open door and he just goes yeah. in walks through the, your thing and just jumps out the window oh, cool God, dude help me i'm going through i'm having tea with millions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I've done a bunch of stuff in new game plus it's, it's also just nice as a refresher and, right. and it, it sort of just keeps everything contextualized too. Like you just get to, it makes it, makes it flow a little bit better. Um, gotcha. I'll, I'll do that for, for role quests and things every once in a while. Um, and then I'll, I'll probably do a full new game plus whenever they do the graphic update. Oh, that's a good idea. I think I'll save it for then. That's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, but uh, it's nice because you can do it in chunks. Like you can just pick certain certain quest lines to do the new game plus version of. You don't have to do like a whole expansion or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. So you can get yeah. past all the uh, prey, return to the waking sands. <laughs> just yeah, like yeah. Hit fast forward on that. Yep. Uh, new gear, new gear. Ah, uh, so There's something here that you like. Yeah, are you looking at the the picture I posted in the in the notes? No, let me click on that right now. Actually. You can just scroll down. It's on. It's on the next page. Oh, I see. Oh, the kappa. I've seen everyone freak out about the kappa. 
Yes. So this was specifically requested by Sakaguchi. <laughs> he, <laughs> he... Sakaguchi, you have one wish. Anything we can put in FF14, put the cap in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is very funny. Um, yeah. PvP so armor is for- really nice. Look forward to uh, a bunch of Lalafell and a bunch of Rogadin uh, wearing those in your in your roulettes. Um, yeah, because yeah. that kappa is going to be everywhere. I assume it's dieable too. There's uh, um, oh my god, that's that's going to be even scarier. There was a a tweet I saw. Someone said like you know they thought this they believe this kappa probably showed up at Alphano's birthday when he was like three and he probably screamed <laughs> and pissed himself. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, that would track. Yeah. Um, uh, also seeing here, and this kind of ties into our last point, the maybe island sanctuary glamour here, which is the cat-eared hood for yeah. the white mage, and it looks like like little paws on there too as part of the part of the equipment. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, cute pop pads. This is um real. Uh, this is so the first time this showed up was the devout in in FF three. Um, yes, and it it also inspired. Uh, Kryle's outfit in yes. uh, FF5, which obviously then went on to inspire Kryle's outfit in FF14, um, which you can get. But this is this is a nice. This is probably diable as well. Um, oh, and it's, it's Kryle's not. Di- I guess it's not diable, huh? No, and Kryle's is also. I think it's all one piece, so you ah. don't get to split it up into separate pieces. The hair is also part of the the hood. Um, so th- this will be a nice way to have a similar look while also retaining a bit more customizability. I like that because I am a I am up to date, maxed out on my island sanctuary as usual. So wow. I will be doing the whatever it takes to get this because even though I, I'm kind of eh on white mage, I'm I want to go back to doing my scholar. So mm-hmm. uh, I hope it's not white mage exclusive. I hope they no. Can wear this, it. this this will probably be a glamour piece. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah. good yeah, enough yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am looking forward as usual to doing. Maybe, hopefully, they'll let me buy it and sell it on the market board. That'll uh, <laughs> maybe that'll give me some change. Yeah, um, I do also. I I've kind of just accepted that FF14 now just has contemporary fashion in it, uh, and I, I've embraced this new PvP gear. This is probably going to be the trophy crystal gear. This is just like straight up. Uh, near future cyberpunk streetwear. I was gonna say these um, these characters are just hanging out in the streets of like Shibuya or something. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, I kind of like cool it. looks. I, I I imagine these pieces are going to be fun to to mix and match, and uh, especially with some of the other uh, sort it'll, of it'll make your warrior modern... light look cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you have a question marks beside what looks like. I don't know how to describe that, like black workout suits. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what these sets are from. Uh, it's probably going to be this patch's crafted glamour outfit. Ah, um, I can do that. So these will probably be very expensive on the market board. Um, but they're, I don't know, they they look kind of like basics. Um, I don't know. They're fine. They're fine. I like the uh, Alliance Raid stuff too, uh, some of it. Yeah, the long it, black cloak. Cloak. Yeah, it feels uh, feels pretty pretty standard. Um, yeah. When I collect glamour, I don't know use it because I just like the way my characters look. 
So <laughs> it's kind of like me collecting like chocobo barding or sure, minions. Yeah. Like I want them all, but I'm just going to use one. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I dance around my glamour plates a lot. Uh, they are all full, and and I've got I've got like two or three looks for all of my main jobs that I'll sort of swap between. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this is looking like a pretty meaty patch. As you said, it's kind of split into uh, two. Uh, after January, after 5.5, we have one more, right? Or is that just like... Uh, well, yeah, point, 6.55 is going to be the last major update. Um, right. It, before dawn trail in the summer um i would not be surprised if they do a 6.58 um which would probably be um a, a final relic weapon step um, right uh yeah Some, sometimes they'll they'll do that where they'll say this is definitely the final step of the relic weapon uh and then <laughs> a month later they go this is definitely the final step of the relic weapon. <laughs> we swear. We swear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, this is sort of, yeah. I mean, we're looking at part one of the finale of, of God, Endwalker. Yeah. It's, a, um, it's truly coming to an end and uh, it's very exciting and also kind of scary because we've been hanging on to Endwalker for so long. And it's been such a great expansion. Yeah, but uh, all things must change and all things must end, and the the warrior of light must go to the beach and yep play some volleyball and, and just relax yep. for a bit. It's time time for vacation and play um, King Solomon. I do want to bring up a couple other things. There's some mounts that are new in this patch that I think people are going to be very excited about. Um, there's one that's coming from Alo Alo probably. And we get uh, one of the bosses there is uh, you might have seen it in the trailer, but we have a, a pixie that is yes. packing heat. Yes. Um, is shooting at us for some reason. It looks like we can get <laughs> that pixie as a mount. Um, oh, man. And, just like and they just sort of carry us around. Um, and it's adorable. We're, we're just going to tame the shotgun pixie. Just straight up tame her. Just yeah. get on her shoulders. I'll grab her hair and control her like Remy, but the rat. Shoot I this, mean, shoot that. I mean, it looks like they're holding us by the hair, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kinky. So, um, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, mounts, 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 mounts. Mounts, mounts, mounts. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. Come on. I know I have it in here somewhere. Uh, one moment. Um... Yeah, a couple minions. Um, we have some more from the Island Sanctuary. Uh, it looks like we're also getting a Luna Tender mount. Oh, that's, uh, I, those things are weird. I don't know how we get that, but I love it. It's weird and tall and and creepy. and it, it It's just so creepy that you go to the moon, right? And it's a completely alien environment. And you see the there's the cactars, but something... Weird yeah. has happened. Something space has happened. Yeah, to and it's familiar it. but unsettling. I like that kind of, yeah. the, you know, the kind of atmosphere that they have on the moon there. I uh, I would not be surprised if that is a uh, the next PvP series um, because the new crystalline conflict arena um, also features some Luna tenders in it. Um, so that's a possibility. Uh, there's also a new motorcycle 
Um, yeah. Is it's that the red. one with Alpha? No, Riding that one's Sky out Card? already. Oh, okay. Uh, this is this is a very cool looking red motorbike. Um, it it uh, it might be an Island Sanctuary thing. Uh, I don't. I already got know. a really cool motorcycle from Island Sanctuary. I don't know what is Island yeah. Sanctuary and motorcycles. Why is yeah. the connection there? Please explain, Vegeta. Like um, you think okay, ATV or something, four wheeler. Nope, motorcycles. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll take it. Uh, and then the the other mount that we're getting is uh this is spoilers for Manderville stuff uh but we're getting the the poopoo um ufo um, i don't know what that is and i think i'm glad about that that is, well for all us for all the ff8 heads out there uh, oh, the, the poopoos were the alien the, the the cute little blue alien race um Aww. from from 8 um and yeah the we're the mount is one of their like goofy cartoonish flying saucers and we just float float in the tractor beam below it as it flies around um, i love mounts just they're always yeah. stupid it's adorable and and uh, i mean it it might be a reward for finishing hildebrand but uh who knows that's adorable that's either great. way they're, there's a lot yeah. of a lot of cool stuff to look out for and figure out how we're going to be getting it It'll keep us busy until the next expansion or so we think. Well, yeah. uh, there's there's some stuff to eat. Just eat slowly because it's going to be a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So I guess that wraps everything up. huh? I guess we covered everything. That's uh, I'm sure there's look, I could I didn't have time to pick apart the trailer and talk about all the weird stuff that shows up in, in every second. And yet we managed I, an hour and 10 minutes anyway. I know. I, I try to try to go through it with a fine tooth comb as much as I can. That's why we appreciate I, you, Victor. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you. Aw, um, that's nice. We appreciate each other. Yeah, that's what makes us a good team. I agree. And you should go ahead and promote anything you want. Oh, gosh. I don't have a ton. Uh, what's exciting is that we've swapped things a little bit this month. This episode is on the free feed. So... Yeah. If you are listening to that, um, go ahead and get yourself 100% more Charlie and Dropouts content by heading over to patreon.com slash bloodgodpod and subscribing over there. Uh, if you are listening to this on the Charlie and Dropouts free feed, please rate and review us. We really appreciate it. It helps out a ton, and I will read any reviews, any five-star reviews on the air on an episode so yes please so do give that. us those reviews and you can hear your words in victor's voice now yes that's that's that good sounds baseball. like a deal usually people have to pay me a lot of money to do that there you are i i will do that for you for for a uh, a paltry sum of your time um now we're now we're thinking with capitalism here yeah uh, so yeah, do that. Um, we we have a, a ton of of really cool episodes over on the the paid version of the feed. Um, we did this including... really fun like radio episode, which we kind of like. Yes, I, played a lot I'm, of music and had a had a good time with that. I'm very proud of that. It was it was a resounding success. I think I have some plans to figure out how to do that a little more often and a little easier. Um, so hopefully, hopefully we can do that some more. It, it's a really fun episode. It is behind the paywall for a number of reasons. Um, but yeah, not go, the least of which is out. copyright. 
<laughs> I'm sure I have no idea what you're talking about. Not at um, all. Yeah. Yeah, yes. go do that. And uh, also, uh, hire me. I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah, voice actor. hire Victor. He's an actor. He's a voice actor. He's an everything actor. You should hire yeah. him. You should also hire me for writing and vocalization yeah. and consultation. And I do a whole bunch of stuff these days. I wear a lot of hats, and I wear them well, yeah. I think, because I'm boastful. B- b- between the two of us, we could fully realize your script. Absolutely. What <laughs> script am I writing? I, I just uh, whatever someone hires you to write, and then, and oh. then I, and then I could voice it. Imagine there you go. that. Yeah. Now we're really thinking with capitalism here. Yeah. That sounds like a that sounds like a good deal. And I think yeah. if you're listening out there, you should take it. Yeah. And uh, even if you can't take it, well, we appreciate you listening anyway. Uh, this again, this is on the free feed, and if you like what we do, especially over at Axe, the we, we do a, a RPG podcast again, Axe the Bug God. Uh, patreon.com forward slash blood god pod we'd really love to have your support and we can do more of this and have a have a grand old time have some really cool things coming up for uh acts of the blood god as well as charlene dropout so stay tuned and in the meanwhile may your duty finder wait times be short <laughs> <laughs>